Louise, you're the only one here with a robot or android or whatever they're called. Have you ever, you know, fooled around with it? It's called a Talos and no, gross. Of course not. Sandrine sat at her usual table with her friends at the cafeteria of her high school, listening to them talk. But you've never been tempted? They're so... perfect. Allison, incredibly sexually vocal and also a virgin. No, gross, Louise repeated. Louise was not a virgin. She was dating some hot older guy she never let anybody meet, but Sandrine believed her story. Would you, if you had one, Sandrine? Allison asked, and Sandrine shrugged, colouring slightly. No, of course not. That is gross. If you didn't have to die to make a great ship, I'd make one of Mike Salazar and let him and his perfect copy fuck me at the same time, Allison said, sounding pleased with herself. Sandrine couldn't help but smile as Louise grimaced. What the fuck is a great ship anyway, Louise asked, feigning irritation to cover fascination. It's when you attach receptors to someone's brain as they're dying so that it creates a backup of their consciousness. They wipe the memories, and they put the chip in a Talos body. So it's like a perfect robot body, but it's got more personality. It can emote, it can empathize, but it doesn't remember its life from before. Why would you make a great chip of Mike, then? It wouldn't remember, Louise, exasperated. Because they would totally do it the same. Imagine, ladies. Two Mike Salazars, one in each hole. I'd make the regular Mike sit in a chair, and then I'd straddle him, looking him in the eyes, and I'd say, I'm sorry, Mike, you can't have my asshole, but your clone can. And then I'd have the great ship robot fuck me in the ass while Mike was inside me. Louise was just shaking her head now, but Sandrine had gotten a little wet listening to Allison. She tried to frown, but ended up just hiding her face a little bit by raising her yogurt to eye level to spoon some out. Her boyfriend Aaron came by just then, and she had the most powerful urge to push him to the cafeteria floor and ride him, just like Allison described. But she didn't. She just smiled and returned the kiss he placed on her lips. Hey babe, we're going to the jetway later to pick up some power converters. You want to come along for the ride? Sure, that sounds nice, Sandrine said, thinking how boring that sounded and wondering why she was agreeing to go. Excuse me, sir, you will have to go the other way. The voice didn't sound exactly robotic to Sandrine, but it didn't sound quite like a real person. It was Suzanne's Talos, the brand name that became synonymous with high-end artificial intelligence androids. He looked like a man in his thirties, built on a very large scale, six and a half foot tall and very wide. He had an arm extended, blocking his skinny teenager from walking past their table. Sandrine thought, probably because the kid would have walked behind Suzanne's back and it set off some protection protocol in the thing's mind... Well, not mind, the thing's system. Its movements were stiff, though every motion contained the suggestion of massive power, far greater than a human body would be capable of. Sandrine locked eyes with Louise, and they both looked at Allison, asking the mute question, Would you want to fuck this thing? And all three girls broke into a relaxed laughter. After school, Sandrine rode in Aaron's convertible, cruising along a couple of feet above the road. The car's hover technology so smooth it sometimes made Sandrine think they were drifting along the calmest little stream. They arrived at the jetway, a sort of gearhead's paradise with custom parts for every hover car in existence, and equipment that could machine fresh parts to order in minutes. She sat in the passenger seat as Aaron and his friends looked for something in her. I rested on a boy in overalls rolled down to his waist with an oil-stained white tank top covering his torso. She'd never seen him before, he was clearly working. He had chin-length sandy blonde hair. He was thin but rangy, strong-looking, 
He had a confidence in the way he moved that was different from the athlete's swagger of Aaron and his friends. Work program, Allison piped up from the back seat, and Sandrine jumped, turning around. She'd forgotten she was not alone. Hmm? She asked as casually as she could. That boy, young Robert Redford over there, he's on a work program. That's what the implant is on the side of his neck. He must be on parole or... I guess he's not old enough for prison. Maybe he's out of a juvenile detention center? Anyway, he's here on work release. I wonder what he did. Allison's voice showing signs of excitement at the end there. I don't know, Sandrine said, trying to sound bored with the conversation, but starting to wonder too. She hadn't noticed the implant at first. Kind of a blue metallic strip a couple of inches below his ear. 